0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more.
1: G'day, I'm Matt Bran. It's been more than three years since the Federal Court ruled in favour of the cattle industry's class action against the 2011 live export ban to Indonesia. And yet only the lead claimants, the Brett family, have received any compensation. The Federal Government has offered to pay $215 million dollars But that offer's been knocked back twice. And now the industry has made a counter-offer to the Commonwealth and wants to settle this case once and for all for $510 million plus costs and interest, which means the total settlement could end up being between $800 and $900 million. To learn more about this counter-offer, I spoke to David Connolly, who is the president of the N.T. Cattlemen's Association
2: the first thing i'd say about this counter offer is that it's been made begrudgingly uh, and it's being made on behalf of the industry that wants to get this over and done with is the first point and the second point is that the the government have made overtures and, and a fair bit of noise about saying that they'd made an that they'd made an offer and that they hadn't received a counter offer and they were urging industry to make a counter offer so here it is And we just want to get the thing over and done with because government's very skillful at dragging these things on. It's gone for, what, 11 or 12 years this thing's been going. So we want to get it over and done with so some families can get some closure on this.
1: The federal government's offer that's been knocked back twice. Can we talk about that? So $215 million. The NFF says there's 215 parties involved in this class action. So that'd be a million bucks each. What is wrong with that?
2: Uh, What's wrong with that, Matt? Is like offering a thousand dollars for a fifty thousand dollar horse. I mean, you just—it's it's not in the—you're not in the running. Uh, it's frustrating and it's disrespectful. Some of the expenses that these families—and not just families that are that are that are grazing families, but trucking companies, uh, live export yards, uh, the whole gamut of the supply chain. Some of the expenses that they've copped in this and has been ongoing because of the damage that the federal government did to our major customer, has have been far away and in excess of that. And and I get, you know, I get confidential viewing of that. I see some of the expenses that these people have copped, and it's disrespectful. $215 million on this class action, which should round, which should be $1.2 billion, right? That's where it should start. Um, it's just disrespectful. I mean, I wouldn't go to you, Matt, if you were trying to sell your car and you wanted $10,000 for it and offer you 100 bucks. It's disrespectful.
1: And and so that's where things are at at the moment. I, I know the industry has said in the past that you know the damages should come to around that $1.2 billion, potentially even more, and now you're willing to settle for, what, $510 million in compo plus costs and interest. That's
2: right. I think it's a very generous offer that... That industry is making and that shows the level of that we're had a gut full of this. We understand how how powerful, uh, disrespectful government can be in these sort of circumstances where they can just drag you out and drag you out and just we're, we're sick to the guts of that. So Matt, um, industry's got together and said, right, $510 million plus cost plus interest. Um, it's probably going to roll out somewhere between $800, $900 million it might round out to. That's up to to lawyers and, and, and accountants. Um, I'm not privy to that number, but I have been privy to the 510 offered, which I think's um, generous offer. You know, I'm a, I'm a reluctant, I'm a reluctant seller on this on this scheme. I reckon we've come, you know, the other argument is we've come this far and we'd go to court and we'll get we'll get offered the 1.2 plus plus um, costs plus interest. It, you know, it could be two billion dollars.
1: And the National Farmers Federation says the government has until the 19th of January next year. Is that right?
2: yeah well the the offer's made till then
1: yeah
2: you know it's uh, it's we'll, we'll make industry will make this offer you have to make your decision on the 19th of January you know come come back from you come back from your Christmas break and write out the check and get it over and done with there's a good selling this you know Murray Watt can stand up and say we've settled this class action we've saved a we've saved a poultice of money um, by the actions of, of two governments his and the opposition well, they've both been in this they've both uh, been holding off on this. He can say well we've cleared it up. You know, we we might be having a struggle in a few other issues at the moment, but at least we've cleared up this cl- class action. He can he can do that. There's a good sell in this. He just needs to walk through the door and make it happen.
1: On the delays that you referred to, we've actually got a little bit of audio here from Minister Murray Watt back in October at the NFF conference. Uh, His thoughts on the delays, let's just have a listen to that. Yeah,
2: look, I mean, my preference would be that this had been resolved by now as well, but we made a settlement offer of $215 million worth of taxpayers' money before Christmas last year. We still haven't had a response to that offer. We still haven't had a counter offer. Uh, And frankly, I think the, uh, the claimants need to have a really good hard talk to their lawyers about the strategy that their lawyers are employing. Uh, and I think those lawyers need to get their act together uh, and make sure that they're properly representing their clients who deserve a fair and decent outcome.
1: So there's Minister Murray Watt, who seems to be pointing the finger at the cattle industry's lawyers. What's your take on that, David Connolly?
2: Well, well, my take is that, that uh, Minister Murray Watt's a smart fella. I've always said that. I like Murray Watt. He's got a job to do. He's wrong in a couple of cases, though. The first thing that I take issue to is that Murray cunningly says, you know, we've offered $215 million of taxpayers' money. Well, it's all taxpayers' money. I mean, what he gets paid for his salary is taxpayers' money. There would be no taxpayers' money to pay if the Labor Party hadn't knowingly made a decision against the advice of their department – this misfeasance or malfeasance, whatever the ruling is, is extremely hard, Matt, is extremely hard for a court system to to prosecute, to get a win on, in our layman's language. And we've got to win on it because, you know, they made a, a knowingly bad decision. They knew they were making a bad decision. They went ahead and did it anyway. So my point is there would be no taxpayers' money. There'd be no $1.2 billion hanging out to dry. There'd be none of this taxpayers' money to pay if they had a followed industry and their department's decision. so murray's just being naughty there the other thing he said was we've got to get our lawyers in hand don't worry about getting our lawyers in hand our lawyers won the case our lawyers are playing a grade the government's lawyers here are playing the under 12s so i i think what they can do is they can all step up and put their man pants on and they can close this case now because they've got a very generous counter offer they can just get onto it and stop the finger pointing because this started with the labor government that's where it started, and we're still hurting, and families and, and industry is still hurting.
1: As David Connolly, president of the NT Cattlemen's Association. Kelly White is from Bridge Creek Station, which is about an hour south of Darwin. Her business is one of the 215 parties involved in this class action. She says the years of waiting for a settlement have been frustrating, I spoke to her earlier on about why Bridge Creek got involved in this class action in the first place.
0: Uh, At the time, we had cows down on adjustment at the Sturt Plateau and we were breeding our own cattle and sending them to floodplains to grow them out and then send to live export. That was our only market. So then they banned it overnight and we were left with, um, all these cows that you couldn't sell, could not move a cow, and we had young cattle that, uh, they were sort of weaner cattle, couldn't Couldn't sell them. We had debt, you know, we'd, we'd borrowed money to buy those cattle and faced with no income. So um, my husband went and got work outside of the station and then when they decided that they were going to sell um start the class action we got involved because you know it was our livelihood that they'd messed with so
1: and a federal court would go on to rule that that ban was unlawful but that ruling happened more than three years ago now and uh, businesses like yours have not received any compensation what's this period been like for you
0: um, well, I mean, you know we've just got on with the job ever since two thousand and eleven, really. I mean, we changed how we did business, so hopefully we weren't stuck in that situation again. Um, and you know, we've just kept kept trucking really. you couldn't if you waited around for them to um come up with any cash, you would have gone broke a long time ago. so it's just for us the whole process has been frustrating, really. sort of they were they were found wrong. And they still haven't owned up to it, you know. They they haven't come through with the compensation, so we're still waiting.
1: So I won't ask what your hopes are from here, because I think the, <laughs> I think the answer to that's pretty obvious. Um, but what about do Do you have any fears as this process just lingers on?
0: Uh no fears, really. I mean, you know. My youngest was three when they banned, and he just turned 16. So we'll probably be celebrating his 21st before, you know, even if it's been settled by then, who would know? Oh, I couldn't tell you. So it's just, yeah.
1: So even with news this week of a counteroffer, you don't seem hopeful that this will be resolved soon.
0: Uh, I would not hold my breath. No, <laughs> I would love it if it would. You know, we all we all want to just move on. You know, we want to fix our relationship with Indonesia, and we want to grow our businesses, and we want live export to um, continue on into the future. So, yeah, we just need them to um, come to the party and cough up the dough.
1: Well, thank you for your time on the Country Hour today. And tell me, in December, are you are you busy with the live export trade at the moment?
0: Yeah, it's really good. It's been a really slow year, very, very slow, but um, December has ramped right up. <laughs> My brother said the other day, there's four sleeps till Christmas, and that's about how it feels.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in that's how much work needs to be done. Yeah. I get it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's um, it's really good. So, it's been a bit of a struggle this year. We've had, you know, as you know, the whole lumpy skin drama went on. But, um, yeah, it's back on track again. So hopefully it can stay that way.